Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Chivas del Norte podcast. My name is Varo, and with me tonight, we got a two-man pod tonight. Me and Flo. Flo, what's up, man? What's going on, man? Man, Luis is sick. Rigo is, can't stay up late anymore. So it's just us two, the OGs. Uh, no, man, you had to almost beg me to get on myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, didn't, I, I didn't know, I didn't know Luis work, was man. sick. What was I that? Had that work. I was all... I said I had a rough day at work. I was planning on coming home and going to see. I was about to hit up the group chat, be like, "Luis and Rob can be y'all two tonight." <laughs> <laughs> and then Luis hit us with the "I'm sick, bro." Yeah, I didn't. Was like, he, hadn't said, he hadn't said anything the whole day in the chat, and then that's the first thing he dropped. I was like, "Oh man," but it's alright. We'll we'll hold, like, we'll hold right. the fort down. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so Chivas Cholos uh, Friday night. Chivas. Finally won in Tijuana after almost nine years. Um, they won. They won ugly, but I guess a win is a win, right? Yeah, man. It's, it's it was when the game first game first started. I thought we looked good. I thought we were gonna, you know, blow them out. You know, win by maybe two, two, maybe even three, especially after the red card. But things turned a little ugly. But a win is a win for sure. Yeah. So we scored at the third minute. I think, and then so it was. A, it was a really nice play, though. From uh, it went from Chapo to Antuna, and then Antuna to JJ Macias. But um, that yeah. that whole build up started with Chapo, which was like at first I was when uh, we tweeted it out and stuff. I was just so happy that Antuna got an assist because remember last episode, it was all about you know what what's uh, how is Antuna gonna bounce back after that game he had against Cruz Azul, and. Three minutes into the game and assist, bro. I like it, man. I mean, if you can't score, might, might as well set people up, you know? <laughs> I don't know if you can still finish, but <laughs> at least he sent people up. And that, that ball was beautiful, man. I, I can't, I couldn't couldn't believe that ball they, they uh, set up JJ with. I mean, the first ball was incredible, too, you know, to get to uh, set Antuna free, you know, utilize the speed. But then but then that, that little, little cross he did to, uh, to JJ, Oh man, it, it didn't get any better. It was perfect, perfectly placed. Yeah, it was it was a one touch pass too. He didn't uh he didn't overthink it. He's just like, all right, whatever. I'm gonna put this in the box. And yeah, it was per- I think perfect that's what ball. you needed after the last game. You know, just don't think about it. Just go in there, do it, play off of your instincts, and it worked out on that play. Yeah, man. And we were talking about how it was gonna be on the team to back him up. And when that when they scored that goal, they celebrated it like it was a. Uh, Uriel Antuna goal, it, like you know, the fact that Macias finished it was kind of like an afterthought for everybody. I thought. Yeah, man. He, like as soon as he scored, he pointed right at Antuna, and everybody went running to Antuna, which it was good to see, man. You know, got the team support each other. Yeah, but as well, I was like pointing at him, like t- like hitting him in the head and stuff, and Vega, Macias. I don't know. I was, I was glad he bounced back. Yeah, and it was good to see um, JJ score right away as well, man. Because you know, the last game, what he was he was benched, right? came off the bench yeah which was we didn't really agree with no. um, it was good to see him back in the starting lineup and within three minutes of the game it paid off you know yep and then we had what i think we'll talk about the call but um diego line not diego Linus, um mauro Linus, red card on chapo at the 13th minute um he busted him open chapo had to play the whole game with uh what what's that what's that thing called like, band, like bandages know. or something, right? Yeah, like the head, the headband bandage. Yeah, the headband bandage. <laughs> so he had to play with that like the whole game. He had to be a warrior the whole game. But um, what's what's your thought? You think that was 
That was a red card and not a red card. Um, I think it's close. I mean, as obviously, if that was a that went against us, I would be like, nah, that's not really a red card. But <laughs> I can see where the ref is coming from. I mean, any, any play that endangers, you know, the the player can be considered a red. You know, and that particular play, I can see it. I mean, if it was me, I probably would have given it a yellow, personally. But I'm not. I'm not gonna argue too much with the with the red card, and not just because of the Chivas players, because you know you, you can you can you, you can get a red there and not be like, oh, that's complete, you know, BS. You could see it, but personally, I would probably would have given it a yellow. Yeah, I think after I watched, I was watching it today. I like I recorded the game, so I was watching it today just to go over it. And um, I think the color just influenced the referee to give the red, like the bleed. Well, I'm talking like a mark, but like. Like, in wrestling, the color means blood. So, the way he busted Chapa open and all that blood, the referee kind of... I think that persuaded the ref to give the red. Because, I, I would, honestly, I would have been fine with yellow after watching the replay slow motion. Because Chapa kind of does lower his head into the into the foot. But, um, it's, it's a red, I think. Yeah. Nobody can... If it's against your team, like you said, of course, you're going to argue against the call. But, it went in our favor, and I'll take I'll take the red card. And it's at Cholos. It's not like... It would have been worse if it was an Akron that he gave that red. Yeah, and for sure. I mean, if you see that much blood, I mean, it has to have some type of effect on the on the play because obviously, you know, it did endanger the player a bit. You know, there's more there's more blood there than when uh, Giovanni uh, <laughs> got cut by a. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When Briseño uh, scraped him. Yeah, Briseño, you know, give game a little flesh wound or whatever. So. <laughs> There was more blood here, man, you know, so if that got a red card, you know, because the reaction that the players, you know, the reaction and the blood and everything, that does, you know, play in the in the rest mind of, you know, it's going to be a red card, it's not going to be a red card, so just like in that game against America, I think it played a part. <laughs> uh, I think a little more played in the in that Giovanni play, but uh, I'm going to let nah, it slide. Nah, I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> Uh, Any chance I get to slander Giovanni, I'm going to take it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, alright, so that, that red card happens. And then Chivas kind of keeps playing okay the first 45 minutes of this game. Like, the first half, it, was, it wasn't bad. Like, it wasn't something, like, crazy. But, I don't know, Chivas just didn't show anything. We couldn't, we played this game with almost 75 minutes this game up by one man and it kind of never really showed yeah i mean i think it showed um from a kind of like a defensive standpoint because i really never felt threatened that tijuana was really gonna score i mean they may have had like a chance here and there but but the way the game was going you never really felt like they were gonna score at least personally i didn't think so um but where it was disappointing is that we couldn't take advantage of being a man up and you know add that second goal really you never felt that they were gonna lose at any i mean i'm I'm that pessimistic Chivas fan. I thought we were gonna, I thought we were gonna lose when. Um, so I mean, look, I guess we'll jump into the second half, and Cholos had that uh, PK call that they missed. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the only point where I was like, oh crap, there it is. That's the Chivas play. There's the play that's gonna mess it up, and we're gonna draw this game that we definitely should have won. But like from open play and whatnot, I never really felt like. Tijuana ever really threatened. I mean, sure they had a couple plays, plays here and there, but it, I never really felt like, oh man, I could feel it coming. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna score. 
like we do so many times when these Chivas games. We we can we know when, know when it's coming. We can feel it. Like oh, and then with five minutes later, there's the goal. I never really felt it this time. Yeah, I mean that that Bonsa foul. Would you would you think that was a penalty or not a penalty? Which one? The the foul on the Cholos player for the PK. Oh, uh, wasn't it uh, Mir? Right. Now it's Bonsa. He like uh, headed the ball. He tried to head the ball, and he jumped over uh, one of the Cholos backs or something. It was. I thought I thought that it was. was yeah, I thought it was like a very soft PK. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, watching it live, I thought it was a PK. I didn't think it was Bonsa, but, but yeah, watching it live, um, I thought I thought it was a PK. I mean, I, I thought he cleared him out when he jumped yeah. over him. So. Yeah, I don't, know. I, I don't know. I thought that was a soft PK. It reminded me of the one that they called against us on Tigres. Remember the the Gignac penalty? Like, oh, that one like, was. Soft. It was like two soft penalties that we've been that they've been called against us. Yeah, but that Gignac one, he like flopped, man. This one, it was like I, don't, I didn't think he was like trying to flop. I, I felt like the Chivas player, whoever it was, probably Ponce, since you're saying it's Ponce, actually, you know, really did push him out or go right through him. Yeah, I mean, and then Ponce just kind of struggled, like, the whole game. I don't... I know we briefly briefly talked about um, Chicote's uh, partying when he was... Pictures of him at a concert, like, leaked on social media, and then the next day he had to leave practice because he was... He had, like, stomach problems, so maybe he was, like, hungover or whatever. And that's the reason Ponce started. Like, Chicote got punished for that. Yeah, and, and Ponce did not play well at all. You know, you're watching the game. I mean, I'm not really trying to look for, like, who's playing poorly or whatnot, but he, it sticks out, like, how poorly he was playing and how um, how poorly he was getting beaten. So I, th- I thought he really, really struggled. I mean, like I said, I don't I didn't really watch the game looking for who's playing poorly because I see it in your notes here that you put Ponce and Brizuela struggles. Yeah. And, like, Ponce, I was like, yeah, yeah, like, that one's obvious. But the Brizuela one, I didn't even really notice in this game. And I know we've been sitting on sitting on Bisuela for like the whole year, but I didn't really notice it in this game. I mean, I'm sure you're gonna mention some things right now that I'm be like, oh yeah, but Bonsa, Bonsa for sure. Yeah, I mean, with Bonsa, and then even like towards the end, like he should have been subbed out because he was like cramping up. He was just tired. He couldn't play anymore. Like he couldn't come. He couldn't go back to cover. He couldn't make the runs up the left anymore. Um, I don't know. I hope that I hope Chicote gets to start next week. Well, this uh, Sunday yeah. against Leon. Yeah, I hope the uh, I hope the punishment or whatever is, is is done with. He's definitely a huge upgrade over um, Ponce. That can't be denied. So I hope he doesn't go out and party this weekend. And I hope he gets a gets a start. <laughs> and then you mentioned the Brizuela. I just thought he didn't really he didn't do anything. He had he had to play the left wing, but at no point did I feel like we were threatening off the left wing. Like, I don't remember any... I remember... I took notes of one Brizuela play, and that was at the 89th minute. It was like a burst of speed down the line. And, like, mm-hmm. I, I made a note of it because it just surprised the crap out of me. Because it was the 89th minute, so you assume they're all tired. And then out of nowhere, he just kind of kicked it into second gear and uh, managed to steal the ball. And I was like, oh, where's this Where's this Brizuela been for the past for the past 88 minutes? Like, why is it, why is it kicking in now? It makes no sense. Yeah, I mean to be honest, I don't really remember him doing anything great or anything special. Um, but I don't remember him like. There's been games this year where, like, he gets the ball and it's like, damn, he's about to lose it, isn't he? You know, like right away, like it's like 
once the ball gets to Vizuela, he, he's not gonna, you know, he's gonna lose the ball. He's gonna try to take a player one on one. He's not gonna, he's not gonna do it. Um, but this game, I don't really remember him at all. So uh, I guess that that's probably a bad thing, huh, for one of our wingers. Yeah, and then like I have the game up right now, and um, I, I remember what I was be what I was pissed about the fact Brizuela was like wide open the whole game. It felt like like he always had his hands up asking for the ball. But I don't know if that was just yeah. Cholos, like, whatever, leave him open. Like, you know, when playing basketball, like, leave him open, let him shoot. Damn, he can't make it. That disrespect. I, I thought that's, like, that's what I think, that's what pissed me off. I think that's what I, why I said he was struggling. Because I just saw it right, I'm watching the game right now, and um, pretty soon I threw his hands up, they gave him the ball, and he didn't do anything with it. And he had space, too. So I don't know if they game planned um, it to be like, all right, you can leave Brisuela open, like, double team Vega or, or double team uh, Macias, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was part of the Chivas game plan, too, you know? They wanted to go on the right side through Antuna and through everyone else. I don't really know. Yeah, well, there wasn't really much much attacking either on our our on on, uh, on our end. Like, we just didn't... I don't know. I was so pissed. Like, we won the game, but then, like, at the same time, it's like, well, then I still can't give us 90 minutes of, of, good, fo- of good football. Yeah, especially in this game. We're up a man. I don't know. Like, you gotta be happy with the win. It's the first time we won there in what nine years or something. Yeah, I mean you got you have to take you have to take the win no matter what. But yeah, at, at the end of the day, it just felt like damn, like we could have played so much better. But it is on the road. It's in a place where we always struggle. It's a place where we nor- we normally don't play well. So you got to take the dub. Well, we still didn't play well. <laughs> yeah, we, we got the dub. So yeah, whatever. <laughs> three points and three points. Chivas is now at nine points, and we said the magic number. To make the league yes, 25, so we're on our way there. We still got 30. More. We got 30 points to play for. So we need, yeah, we need 16 more points. We'll get three on Sunday, so let's do it. I hope so. And then one more note. We also lost Molina in this game. He went out with a hamstring injury. I was reading today that he probably won't be available for the Leon game on Sunday. And then, Sounds obviously, great. they're going to plug in... If then I still decide to go with two CDMs, which he probably will, he'll probably plug in Gallito, which to me worries me because this game I thought it was clear that he's lost a step. Like I love Gallito, but he's lost a step, man. He like the ability, his ability to like turn with the ball is like it slowed down, and like he got he just caught. Needs on minutes, the, man. That's what I was gonna say. Maybe that's it because he got he had to foul show those players like two or three times because if not, they were gone. And he, I think he even got booked because of it on, on Friday night. But you, you could be right. That could be a product of, you know, not having first team minutes, not practicing with the first team. Yeah, I think when we first got Gallito, I mean, we were all, you know, excited to get him back. You know, I, especially me, I love Gallito. But I remember, who do we have on? I felt, I felt like we had somebody on. They told us, well, Gallito's not the same player there that you guys remember. You know, he's definitely lost a step or so since he left Chivas. I don't and, know if we had you know, somebody we on, like, or they told us on Twitter, I, I think. Yeah, maybe somebody told us on Twitter, and I was just like, nah. I was like, I don't care what you're saying. Gaito, <laughs> Gaito, man. He's, gonna, he's the man. So, I don't know. We'll see. You know, if, if he plays this game, you know, starts on the get-go, it's going to be a good test for him, and we'll, we'll definitely keep an eye on him to see what he has. has but, um, yeah, but maybe it could be just Rust. You know, he hasn't really been playing. Yeah, I hope so. And then we... Uh... Oh, the offside goal that we just that we had in that game. It just came on the TV. I have completely forgotten about it. The uh, corner kick, and then Mier 
like tapped it and Sepulveda tapped it into the goal but if he hadn't touched it I think the ball was going in and we would have won the game 2-0 yeah I remember that um I remember watching it live and I couldn't decide if the ball was going to go in or not I mean you watching the replay maybe you could tell more definitively but uh, yeah I can't, I can't live, actually I can't tell either <laughs> Yeah, but watching post. it live, I was just yeah. Watching it live, I was just like, ooh, in my head, I, head, I was like, ooh, I think that made it gone just wide. To be honest, honest, but I couldn't really tell. Yeah, I had, I had forgotten about that. Uh, that offside goal that got called yeah, back. Too. Yeah, me too. I, I completely forgot about it. Till you mentioned it right now. Yeah, I just have I just have the game on. I turned it on like an hour and a half ago. So it's at the 80th minute. But um, oh, we got the flows gambling corner recap. What we what we do over the. <laughs> On Friday night. Oh yeah, so when we we're on the pod last week, we were we were feeling very brave, right? <laughs> and we felt like, well, it's been nine years, so so Chivas is due. So uh, we said that we we're gonna go go with um, the Chivas, not just win, but the shutout win. And the shutout win was plus four seven seventy five. So we bet fifty dollars and we won two hundred and eighty-seven dollars and fifty cents. Nice. So, so there you go. That's the that's that's one of the big ones we've been looking for all year. So, I'm sure that puts us up on the year. I'm not yeah. sure how much it puts us up on the year, but it definitely puts us up on the year. I was about to say, I feel like we've regained everything we've lost this season so far. <laughs> Yeah, we're definitely we we're, we're definitely up a little bit. I don't think we're up like crazy amount yet because we definitely lost a few here with like the Tigres game and all that. Um, but I think I think we're definitely at least maybe like fifty dollars up on the year, if not more. Nice. And then, do you have the odds for this week, Chivas and Leon? I don't know if they're out yet. It's still early in the week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hadn't checked, but it takes me like five seconds to bring them up. So let me check real quick. All right, all right. I'm watching. So I'm watching the game, and um, I forgot Google. Google Torres played for Cholos. Did so I was like, yeah, Google. I was like, I, I was hoping the La Ley de Lex wouldn't come into play, and he he almost had one where um I think I'm not sure if it was Bolaños, but somebody put in the cross on the ground, and they kind of put it in too strong. He couldn't get to it, but he almost did score on us at the 81st minute. But that would have sucked if Google would have scored on this. I would have been so pissed. Yeah, cool man. What happened to Google? I mean, I heard that he like went like it was mental mental issues, man. He was like seeing sports psychologists and everything. Well, I think yeah, that was like during the dark ages where anybody that was struggling got sent to the Colombian uh, sports psychologist. And I guess yeah, he just guy, he just man. never recovered. I mean, Marco, your guy Marco Fabian was sent down there too. Um, it, it was it was what they did back then. They were just sent into the shrink in Colombia and hope, hope something worked. Yeah. But Marco Fabian just went drinking with them, you know. So it was all good. <laughs> but let's see here. All right, Chivas, Leon on Sunday. So yeah, so Vegas has actually a pretty even game. Um, nobody's favored by a goal or half a goal or anything like that. Um, it just has Chivas as a slight favorite. Um, it has Chivas to win the game, plus 135. It has Leon to win the game, plus 195. So, essentially, if you bet $100 on Chivas, you win 135 You bet $100 on Leon, you win 195 So, you win a little bit of money if you bet on Leon and they win. So, so obviously, Vegas 
thinks that Chivas has a slightly better chance of winning the game, but it pretty much has it even. Damn, I'm surprised by those odds. But they also, um, Leon has a midweek champ, con- CONCACAF Champions League game. They play uh, LAFC mm-hmm. on Thursday night. So they're probably not going to oh, put okay. out their, their, like, their starting 11. They'll probably put out like a B team with maybe some starters like plugged in. So it's what, a, against it's, LAFC or against us? No, against us. I think they're I think oh, they're okay. prioritizing the the Champions League, which is good. Like we yeah, caught them at the this. perfect at the perfect time, right? Because Leon is like one of those offensive juggernauts. We were we were watching the 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 Leon and um LAFC game while we recorded last time, remember? And they were like oh, that yeah, game yeah. should have ended like eight nil. LAFC just got lucky that Leon couldn't finish. Yeah, but it also makes me question their finishing because. <laughs> they messed up so many chances in that game. Yeah, Leon should have won that game like six nil, eight nil. But yeah, it's it's a, it's a good time to catch Leon, especially because they're they're like an offense, they're like a really good offensive team. They always seem to be up there in um like top four when it comes to the regular season. Once the once playoff comes, yeah, though, they they kind of crash out. But they're a good good uh regular season team. The- but it's the uh, JJ Revenge game, so, you know. Yeah, the Lady Lex, I hope that plugs in, too. I was listening a little to the Lions Den pod um, last night, and uh, they said La Lady Lex is going to come back, but with uh, Godinez, because they have Godinez, I think, on their bench or somewhere. I have forgotten oh, about it. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I have forgot about Godinez until um, they brought it up on their podcast last night. So I guess they're hype, hype about him. He's no uh, JJ, though. No, I don't. I don't think they're high. I think it was only one of them, and they all like kind of looked at because they have the they got the cameras, and they all they all kind of looked like him. Uh, like what? <laughs> Godinez. No, so they're not hype about him. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. Remember, I told, I, told, I keep saying he's like the perfect mid '90s striker. Striker but, no, felt like he was born yeah, too, twenty years ago, way too late. Yeah, he would have been a beast. He he would have been Borghetti. Like Borghetti would have been uh, non-existent if. Godinus had been born back then. But yeah, that's our... Damn, sirens are going crazy tonight. But that that is a recap Ripping. on the Cholos versus Chivas game from Friday night. Um, we're gonna I'm gonna have Kari on the on the pod from the Lions Den podcast. We're gonna go over we're gonna preview the Chivas Leon game Sunday night. It's gonna close out the week eight in Liga MX. And um yeah, anything else you want to bring up, Flo? I know you got to jump off the call. Uh, uh, what are we going to bet on? Oh, right. Uh, I don't know. What If we bet on the Chivas win, we only... Because we bet 50, we would get, what, like 17 bucks? No, you would win... Um, Because you said it's 135, right? You bet 100, you win 135. So if you bet 50, you win half of 135. Oh, I thought... So you get your 50 back plus that. Right, in my head I was thinking plus 35. So if you bet no, no, plus one thirty five, so yeah. So if you yeah, bet if you bet fifty, you win sixty seven dollars plus your original fifty back. Okay, huh? What's what's the tie? So I don't know. It's at, it's at home. Uh, tie is plus two twenty five, so you'd win like a hundred and twelve dollars. Yeah, because I pulled up the last five. I was gonna talk about the Sukari, but I pulled up the last five um, Chivas Leon games in Guadalajara, and they're they're kind of <laughs> even. We have. Two wins, two losses, and one tie. So, like, Leon doesn't really struggle to play in Guadalajara, and we kind of don't have a 
Like, we don't dominate them when we play at home either, so. It's a toss-up, really. But I just feel like they're going to have, yeah. a, you know what? have a B team, so. Maybe. That's what I was going to say. I, th- yeah. I think we should wait until the game, game day. Right, see the lineup. there, depending on the lineup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so we'll wait on the lineup then. We'll just tweet out whatever we do. Yeah, just one more note. I know you always like the the over under. So the over under under is set at two and a half goals. Um, the over is minus one thirty. So you have to bet one hundred and thirty just to win hundred. And then the that's the over two and a half goals. And then the under two and a half goals is even. So you bet one hundred, win win hundred, or you bet fifty, win fifty. So Vegas thinks it's gonna go over over two and a half goals. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know about that. Over two and a half goals. Let's see. So, the last two games had, the last game had three goals, two goals, two goals, one goal, and one goal. So only once in the last five games has it gone over two and a half goals. Yeah, man. I mean, Chivas, Chivas games lately haven't been like high scoring or anything. So, like, how many games have we had? Have we had this year where they go over three? I don't think we've had one. We beat Juarez 2-0, right? Mm-hmm. And then all our other games, we've scored a goal. I think that's it. Yeah, we're not really... We're not an offensive juggernaut. Yeah, and we don't really give up a lot of goals either. I think the Theodas game... What we do? Did we lose that game 3-0 We lost that 3-0, three, yeah. Yeah, I think that was like the only game all year where it's been like... You know, where the total has gone to three goals or over to two and a half. So under... Under two and a half might might not be a bad call as well. Yeah, look, we scored two goals against Juarez. We score, scored two goals against Toluca and two goals against Atlético San Luis. I don't know. There's a chance. But yeah. I, I think we should just wait to the lineups, like you said. Because I want to see yeah, what happens we'll to, to Ponce. See if, he, if he's playing. And then, oh, last minute, um, Chivas tweeted out that they find Antuna and Chicote. I don't know if the Chicote is a delayed announcement, but um, Antuna got fined because of those uh, pictures leaky, uh, floating around on the Mexican media gossip stuff where they found they have pictures of him trying to hook up with uh, some actress in Mexico. So Chivas is uh, frowning on that. What's wrong on that? What's wrong with that? I don't... <laughs> he's a married man, Flo. Oh, he's married. Oh, I think so. You got you got to include the important details here, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> I was like a, a young a young millionaire uh, trying to hook up with a famous actress. What's yeah, the problem here? I think, I think he's married <laughs> and he just had a kid, so that that's the problem. Oh, okay. See, you're yeah. leaving out important details, Varo. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I think she was find him for that. If it's not that, then that, it had to be some other thing. But they they cited off off field issues and both fines for Chicote and Antuna. Mm. Well, you guys, man, they're, they're they're loving the city, man. You know. <laughs> man, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. But um, yeah. I don't know, man. That's the Mexican media going crazy again. But but yeah, man. If he's a married man, he, he shouldn't be doing that. So yeah. But that's kind of kind of crazy that the team is finding him for that. I, I don't really. We don't really see that too often. Yeah, I think the they they cited that it's like a that Chivas strives to be like ethical on and off the field. So I think it's like mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think now it's just like you know how people try to cancel you and all that stuff. So I I feel like that's it. It's just like social media pressure. Or like media pressure to do something, but I, I feel like normally this wasn't 
made a big deal by teams. It was kind of like a behind-the-door issue. Yeah, it's definitely illegal. It's definitely a different direction than in the past, you know? So, I mean, I'm not I'm not against it or anything. It's just, it's just weird, unexpected. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, so we'll we'll see what happens with the lineup on uh, Sunday night. Hopefully, we get a good lineup, but if not, just keep an eye out for what we are going to put money on that night. And, um, yeah, we'll be back... We'll be back next week to talk about Chivas' next game. I don't have it on hand right now, but <laughs> next week we'll be back. And hopefully everybody will not be sick anymore. We're, I'm going to jump into a segment with Gotti from the Lions Den Podcast. We'll be right back. <laughs> and now I am joined by Gotti from the Lions Den Podcast. Gotti, what's up? Hello, hello. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. Just, you know, waiting for... Another week of football madness, you know. Hey, we got we got a rare win this weekend, so I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy for this weekend. <laughs> I think you guys won your game too, right? What do you mean? Like we're playing this week or last week? No, uh, no, your Liga MX game, Leon's Liga MX game. Did you guys win? Oh, oh, last weekend, yeah, we won against Necaxa. Right. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Then you guys also won the Champions League game. Yeah. So it was it was a tough week at looking ahead. Um, we knew that, you know, first we had a compromiso against, you know, LAFC, Champions League opening first leg in Leon. So that was already a, a pressure of kind of setting the tone for um, what kind of game we could see, especially being an international tournament. And then after, you know, playing against Nagaxa, just, you know, maintaining a, a good um, aspect in, in, in the league. So we had double double the pressure but i think in the end um we're here another week um hoping to close um on thursday uh versus lafc and then hey meet you guys on uh this weekend so it's gonna be it's gonna be an exciting week i'm hoping it's a double victory monday for us next monday but <laughs> i guess we'll see right <laughs> yeah i don't i was just telling flo he had, to, he had to leave but um i was just telling flo this is like the perfect week to catch leon especially because you guys are always you yeah, guys are you always so? like a really good uh, regular season team in the playoffs, mm-hmm. like to hit or miss. But regular season, I feel like Leon's always in the top, top five at least, like season every other season. Yeah, I mean, especially in the past like year and a half, you know, we we had we were having great runs. Uh, fortunately, I guess in the end, for some people, it doesn't mean anything because there has to be um, championships that come out of it. But I think when you look at it on a broad aspect, like the team under this Eran Briz, it's it's awesome. And if you look at kind of the core base of the team, it's mostly the same guys, just with a few additions that, you know, for the most part, they've all clicked, they all have worked with the, the, the style of play. Um, so it's great football, colectivamente. I mean, people, you know, there's commentators that say it. I think it's sometimes hard for people to accept, but they play well. Like, we're not, you know, we're not sitting back like, like other teams or, you know, we go out there and obviously... Sometimes it goes our way, and sometimes it doesn't. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, we're we're trying to maintain the league. We're trying to advance in this in this you know international tournament because obviously we want we want both. But sometimes you know either either or. But I think it would be good um, to put our name on the map, and and if we focus um, all of our attention on CCL, then and we get you know a championship out of it, then that will put Leon on the map because I feel like to an extent we're kind of un being underestimated because we're not the money bag teams we're not the popular teams per se you know right i was about to ask you like what 
what do you prefer that they go after? Do you want the Champions League or do you want the league? If you had to pick, you know, one. it's a tough question. Yeah, it's a tough question because we on the pod on the Lions and Pod, uh, we've had this question, you know, amongst us. Like, okay, guys, so if you had to choose one, like, which one would it be? Would you focus more on La Liga? Would you focus more on CCL? And um, it, it's hard. Um, I think if we put our attention in CCL, it, it looks good internationally because we know Tigres, you know, they've failed to get that international uh, championship. So it kind of doesn't mean much if, you know, they, they they win in La Liga, but internationally they don't have anything. So I, I think it'd be a really good look for us. Um, but also, I mean, it just hurts. Like, you know, 12 consecutive runs, best offense, best defense, you know, goleador. Like, we had everything that perfect season, and the way it ended was hurtful. Um, and we had, you know, last season, and that was also – um, hurtful. So, I don't know. I mean, why can I say both? You know, I want both. <laughs> why not? Yeah. Let me be ambitious. You know, let me dream big. Because I think Ambri se merece un campeonato con León, especially in La Liga, because of how great they've been. And it's just, you know, football is is luck. And sometimes, you know, it's a go- it goes with you. Sometimes against you. So, yeah. Right. I just I just feel like Liga and Mex teams aren't what's the word like built for two tournaments i feel like they they always have to go for one like i know when chivas made the ccl run we had a shot to make liguilla and almeida was kind of like screw it he threw out like all these young kids and they played decently like we lost i think Mm -hmm. i forgot who it was that we had to beat but we lost that game one nil and at that point it was obvious that he was like all right the league is second to ccl and at the end, it was worth it. We won the Champions League, but I feel like Liga MX teams aren't built to win two championships. And even like quick turnaround games, like like if you watch like Premier League or you watch um, La Liga, they play like three games in a week, and the same players will play all those three games. But in Mexico, I feel yeah. like they don't have the conditioning to to go out there and play three games in a week. Like someone's gonna get hurt. Yeah, I mean, I think you always have that risk. Um, you know, I knew we were. Having some players coming back, I mean, um, Jefecito come back, and when we saw Ambri start him versus LAFC, we're like, whoa, he's starting Jefecito just like that? Like, you know, playing out through him um, into this important game, but he did very, very well. I mean, he played the whole 90 minutes, um, but then you have, per se, Angel Mena, who's been fantastic with Leon. Um, he will be missing out Thursday's game. So, you know, you kind of think, okay, the good thing is, I think this time around, we have a little bit more depth in the bench that we didn't have prior to that. So it's just it's just trying to balance um, the players. And I think Ambriz has, you know, kind of done well with that. I mean, we're, we had Marcelo on the, the Lions and Podcast, and he was, you know, pretty much saying, like, Ambriz so far has done really well with balancing. Um, kind of the players, resting players like Chapito, you know, resting him. Like it wasn't a big deal uh, for him to miss out of the game. And, you know, it's kind of just, you know, working, working your cards. Well, I mean, Nico Sosa, our, our latest signing, he unfortunately got injured. So we were already counting him in for CCL. Like, okay, you know, besides Ramos, uh, who kind of has been struggling up and down, we have another option, but Nico Sosa got injured three weeks. He's out. Yairo Moreno got injured. He's out, but we've been able to manage um, the best we can. And it's just, you know, I think, 
I think if you have a, a coach that is able to manage well, obviously you can't predict the injuries. You can't predict, you know, all that stuff. But, I mean, we just have to do the best we can because at the end of the day, if you look at CCL tournament, who at the end come, uh, who in the outcome, be, you know, is the winner? Liga Mekis, you know, right. it doesn't matter. Liga Mekis. Yeah, we almost screwed that up, but got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that game, I remember watching that Chivas game at a bar with a friends and that was just that was insane but uh, trust me we're all and i was going for chivas like they have to win and if anything against mls you know we have to go for the mexican team but it was it was an exciting game so i'm glad you guys were able to get that that win in ccl yeah luis was at that game and he just he doesn't remember a lot of it i think he was like blackout truck <laughs> <laughs> but he remembers the, the bradley that. he remembers the bradley penalty and he's like and then he like forgot everything else but the Bradley penalty. Who After remembers? that, everything is just <laughs> <laughs> joy. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. So going going into Sunday's game, the like I don't I don't even know if I could ask you what are the players to watch because they might get benched on Sunday. Do you think they put out an A team on Sunday or a B team? I'm not sure. I feel you know after the first leg, I we kind of work on the same page like okay what is everybody's gonna throw in for Nagaxa like it's you know it's a game that I mean after the outcome with San Luis we're like we we have to win this one the, the, the San Luis one I think we kind of expect that hey we can afford to lose right now it's fine we have an important game might as well save the good players start with the best 11 versus LAFC so it's kind of hard to predict what Sunday's um Per lineup will be um i think it just depends on who plays but i think we can pretty much see i mean i don't know some of the guys yesterday were saying we'll see a complete like b team except for like three four players i don't think that's the case um but i mean they played thursday and they sunday so you don't you don't get much time to rest players um but I don't know. Maybe we'll see half and half because I'm still not convinced that Nacho's going to be like, okay, so after after this, we're just going to you know throw in all the youngsters. Like, no, he doesn't do that. He at least keeps a core. Will Trapito probably rest? Yeah. Menezes probably rest? Yeah, of course. Um, and maybe he'll do he'll switch some of the center backs for sure um, since we've been kind of adjusting as, as we go throughout the games to that because we have Ramiro Gonzalez, which was written off uh, – this season for Ambriz because obviously Steven Barreiro came in and then we have a bit too happy with him. Um, so he made his, you know, he played before in the San Luis game. He did well. He played with the LAFC. He did very well. So I'm hoping he starts um, this Thursday. Could I see him start uh, again on Sunday for Chivas? Yeah, of course. But I think that it just depends. It's really hard to say. It just, it just depends who plays um, on, on, on Thursday. Yeah, I'm, I'm personally hoping LAFC put up a fight just to get player get get like your top players playing 90 minutes, and then that reduces their chances of playing on Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're going for LAFC just so we can rest, so we, so we can exhaust our players, so you guys can feel more comfortable. Is that what it is? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm looking at it from a Chivas perspective only. Like the whole Liga MX camaraderie, okay. I'm not. We're not. We're not with that. Like the Liga MX camaraderie, no. It looks like if America makes the CCL on, final and they play a MLS team, we're gonna root for whatever MLS team that is. Like that, come I, I hate, I hate. Okay, that. but what if it's us? <laughs> oh, if it's Leon, can be acceptable to you for you rooting for us? No, no, I'll, I'll root for Leon. Like I actually like watching. Like I talk about it all the time that 
I struggle to like watch other League of MX games. But like I'll watch if, if mm-hmm. a Leon game is on, I'll watch a Leon game. Like Monterrey used to be fun to watch. Leon I can watch. Not anymore. It's like, it's like limited teams that I could watch. Yeah, Monterrey's not too bad. They're still alright. But they lost Pizarro, so now no, but I have no connection to them anymore. I mean there's no point of watching them. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. The little the little percentage of connection you had with, with Monterrey is now gone. Yeah. So now they're they're dead to me too, but <laughs> <laughs> oh whoa they're dead to you this is pretty this is pretty tough but no I, I agree I think there's some there's some teams that I can watch and something I can't watch I mean I obviously I can watch Chivas um I, I, I like watching Juarez like I feel like you know I think after Veracruz you know whatever happened there I, I would watch Veracruz so I guess now you know Everybody's kind of under- underestimating Juarez, and I even said it on 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 the lines and pod that Juarez will be making yeah, they all make fun of me, but hey, it's recorded, so it does happen. <laughs> there you go. Um, let's see. I can't watch Puebla. I can't watch Puebla. Um, Toluca. I I liked watching them before. I think I, I've I've been struggling to watch them. And Pumas at twelve o'clock. Come I on. hate Toluca and Pumas. <laughs> Pumas. I just hate. I hate the way their stadium is set up. Like they have the track around it. So yeah. Like, even when you yeah. get like really good seats, they're still not great. Like if yeah. you go there, and then like the camera angles aren't great either for the stadium. And the Luca, I just I don't know. There's something about the Luca. Africa also left. Like I never got in. I can never watch him anymore. Yeah, it just depends. Like you know, especially when Alexis Vega there, I really enjoyed watching the Luca. You know what I mean? And they have a good stadium. It's pretty cool. I hope to. Um, but yeah, it's hard for me to get to watch them back again. Maybe something needs to change. Um, in that aspect, um, I can't watch Tigres. Don't the only way I watch Tigres is if they're losing or if we're playing <laughs> against them. And the same thing goes with America. You know, if America losing, I will watch. If America's not losing, I do not bother watching. You know yeah, what I mean? I can't. I can't it's watch. Not so America. savage of me. Nah, no, fine. I mean I can just imagine. <laughs> no, nah, I mean even even when they're losing, like I feel like I'll 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 tune in to watch them lose, and then they pull off the. The comeback or whatever, so I just stopped watching completely. Unless only the Clásico, that's the only time I'll watch him. Yeah. And then, or to root against him in the final with Monterrey. Oh, yeah. That's 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 what I was doing. <laughs> Trust me. I was just like, come on, come on. I was, you know. Yeah, I mean, the way, the way Monterrey. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, the way, the way Monterrey, you know, that whole season, when you look at it, it's... It's insane. I mean, they were doing so poorly, got lucky. That game against Necaxa, they should have lost. They should have lost. Um, and, hey, look at them now. But, hey, if it's any team but America, that is totally fine. <laughs> and wait, and Tigres. You can't. America or Tigres, no. They're on my hit list. So, any anybody else is fine. <laughs> yeah, I kind of, after we beat them in the final and they were, like, super salty about it, I was like, all right, like, you guys need to relax. Like, get over it. You lost. Get over it. Can't yeah, stand exactly. Fans. They didn't even exist like no, five either. years we have... ago. <laughs> Ask them who uh, Lucas true, Lobos. Ask true. them who I mean... Lucas Lobos is. They don't know. Ask them who the Chilean is. They don't know. Like they don't know. <laughs> They're new fans. They're the Golden know. State I like, Warriors. I like Lucas Lobos. Yeah, but if you ask yeah. these, like, these new theater fans who he is, they're like, "Who is that?" It's like, bro, theater's yeah. legend. Like, come on. Yeah, but come on, like. The disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> Enough about other the League IMAX teams. We're going to go back to our League IMAX yeah, teams. Yes, so let's, let's, let's so concentrate. <laughs> I pulled I pulled up the last five um, Chivas-Leon games in Guadalajara. 
and mm-hmm. Chivas has two wins, two losses, and one draw. So it's pretty even. Like we can't. Ooh. There's no telling really how this game is gonna go based on the last five games there. I know. Yeah. Like Chivas had like a eight year streak of not winning in Tijuana, so we were like, we mm-hmm. were saying, hey, we're due for a win. So we all picked the win, and it miraculously yeah. miraculously happened. But like on this game, you can't <laughs> we can't predict it based on what has happened in the last five games. Yeah. And then we have you know you guys might not put out the A-team. Chivas isn't really playing that well that we can say they can run through a Leon B-team. Like our last episode we were recording and we all had the LAFC Leon game on. And we were watching it mm-hmm. and like like casually, like out of nowhere, we'd be like, wow, they just missed another shot. They just missed another shot. Like that game should have ended like 6-0 or something. Based off how, like, thank the you. Glimpses. That game should have ended in a goleada. Yeah, based off the glimpses yeah. that we caught, and and I was like, this is not a Leon team we want to catch right now because we're not playing that well, and these guys seem to be really clicking. So I'm glad. Like I said earlier, this is the perfect time to catch you guys because you might, you probably won't put out like a full A team, and I'm, that's what I, that's what I'm banking on for Sunday mm-hmm. night, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that that game. You mean even if the the glimpse that you watch, that game could have ended like you know, like you said, six zero, four zero. I was thinking, you know, kind of more of four zero, like off the bat, and it's just unfortunate. And my thinking, do I am I kind of nervous of going, you know, Thursday with a two zero? Yeah, because you know, it's a myth that the two zero, it's like a very yeah, the most dangerous easy score in soccer prediction. Well, two yeah, is the it's most very uneasy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they it can get an early goal and then get into their heads, and then at halftime you're at two two, and you're like, well, what escalated fast? So, um, uh, you know, especially you know, men have to readjust. But you know, I'm thinking, I hope they get the job done because they're going to regret not closing in on on the opportunities that they have um, in the first leg. You know, because we should have put them in the back of the net and we didn't. So I'm afraid that's going to come by this if we don't get the job done on Thursday. So, um, I mean, do I think, you know, mentally alone has to be prepared? I mean, yeah, they have they have the the, the second leg, but also un compromiso grande against Chivas. Like, it's not, not a team we want to lose to. You know what I mean? Right. It's not a team we want to lose to. Um, and, and, and it, I mean, it could go either way. Even if we, you know, set up a semi- you know, a B team, uh, we know that we're not going to let ourselves get beat easy. So we're, we're going to treat it like it's it's a priority because we want to maintain, you know, kind of a, a reputation like, okay, we're in second second round of CCL and we're still managing to be at the e- top or second or third in, in our league. So we just don't want people to look down. But I think it's a good matchup. I mean, we were very... Um, we had our predictions yesterday and um, I, I went a little ambitious and I, I think it's on Twitter, but I said Leon 3-0. Hope you don't that. get offended, Vato, but hey, you know what? <laughs> Anything can happen. <laughs> I watched like the last Chivas segment of the of your pod last mm-hmm. night and um, yeah. somebody brought up La Ley de Lex. Are we going to see La Ley de Lex yeah. on Sunday night? No, you will not. I think, you know, I, I think it's a, uh, I don't know. It's tricky because 
León has a reputation of Levanta Muertos, you know, with teams. And it's happened to us. And I think it's funny when it happens because I, I always treat it like, oh, no, that, that cannot happen. But it does. When it does, it's pretty funny. Um, but do I think we'll see La Ley del Ex? I'm going to say no. And I'm not going to say n- no because, you know, oh, like JJ left us and blah, blah, blah. No, I mean, I think we – were we upset? Yeah, because I think he – was doing so well and it's just unfortunate how you know things in football work and uh, we know in the conditions that he did leave um but i think he would have been a great addition um playing in champions league and he could, could have he done well in that like you know obviously he still you know probably has that um scenario of you know if, if he does well maybe a club will you know be interested in him but i think i think the fans you know all the, all the fans are, are gonna be loyal um to someone who is loyal to them. So whenever that, that loyalty broke, um, it was kind of like, okay, so you used us. <laughs> I mean, we, we told you, you know, we told y'all. It kind of, right. We I told know, y'all. But I didn't want to believe it. Battle. I, I was even, delusional, I guess. Even when I went on your pod, remember you guys asked me, remember you guys read that I quote, did. that quote, I like did. I'm loyal to those that are loyal to me. I'm like, <laughs> and and you, I told you guys. And you put it out there. It's, Throw it back at me, Battle. Come on. Yeah, I told you guys. I, was, I told you it's all politics. What soccer player is going to say, I don't want to be here? Nobody. That's like career suicide. But um, So how are you going to feel yeah, on Sunday I mean, night you know, when you know, uh, Macias scores a goal and kisses the Chivas, the Chivas badge? Is it going to hurt? He, he, he's not going <laughs> to score. He's not going to score. I think, you know, what's interesting is that whenever I went to, to Mexico in, in December and, and met up with my uncles and we're, you know, we're, we talk a lot of food football because he's a, a Leon fan obviously just like me we always catch up um we're talking about JJ Macias and he's like no mija he's like you know what like we all knew it like come on we all knew it's Chivista de Corazon like that's his team like you know obviously he his mentality is very different at his age so obviously you know he tried to look for the best situation and, and that was Leon, uh, Leon's giving me the opportunity to start and he did what he what he could and at the end of the day you know like he you know yeah because why wouldn't he he was like why wouldn't he like he has to and i was just like kind of set things in perspective like you know what yeah like the pressure's on you know do i think maybe he's saying this school was strategical i i want to say yes because he's like you know he's not going to do something stupid but hey i i hope i wish him well because at the end of the day i think we all want to like him go uh, to Europe because he deserves a different mentality that maybe other players don't agree with, but he, you know, he looks out for himself. I saw one of your guys also bring up Godinez. Is he? Does he play for you guys? Um. So, Godinez is a is a is a, is a hard uh, situation. Um. He gets he gets very few minutes. Um. Carlos likes to call it trash minutes when the player goes like 88, 87 minute. Right. Like there's no real impact, you know, especially. Um, in a game when sometimes it's pretty much closed out, but you know he subbed in a couple times. Not sure if he fits with our our system of play, especially Leon can't play with two forwards. We, we can't play with two forwards. Um, I think it's been proven in the past when we had um, Boselli and uh, I can't remember. You always forget his name. He was with us, Walter Gonzalez. There you go, Walter Gonzalez. Um, we could never never played them together we tried and it did not work out leon's a team that's made to be that's played with one forward um so obviously 
you know, last season, JJ, star of the team, you know, Salsa was kind of living in the shadow, so as Mena. The thing with Leon is that Leon has so many options to score. You know, you don't depend on one player. Um, so that's why people are like, realmente extrañan a JJ? And honestly, no. I think we've done well without him. Leon has lots of opportunities to score. You have Menezes on the wing, we have Mena, you have Sosa, you have Chapito, you even have Navarrito coming as a, uh, as a forward on counterattack. Um, so, Godinez, I'm not, you know, I think the kid's great. I just don't think he fits in with Leon. And I feel like it's unfair for him to be on the bench and think that he's going to be a star player when he's not. So I'd rather have him go somewhere else. Right. I have the running joke on the pod that he's like the per- the perfect 90s striker. He was just born like two decades too late. <laughs> two decades too late. Like if he was born whenever, whenever he had to be 20 in 1998 or whatever, there, there would have been like no Borghetti. Yeah. Because he's like a, he's like a Borghetti yeah. 2.0. And he would have been, yeah, he's you know, a, our generation's he's a, Borghetti. Like, he's not, yeah. he's not built no, for the I agree. game I think this, like, today, I think. Bad. No, I just don't think no, he's built I for the game. Has, this, his style, like, his, the way he plays, it's, like, outdated. Like, a pure mm-hmm. nine doesn't exist anymore. It's kind of, yeah, like, that position's kind of dead. And that's what he kind of is to me. That's why we were never, uh, yeah. like, big on him. Yeah. No, it's understandable. And I think, you said it well, I mean, he's, I'm saying he's not a bad kid. It's just the times that the minute that he's gone with Leon, he has not shown me anything for me to be like, okay, Goldenis, you deserve to start. Obviously, Amri, you know, he has started him before, but it's just, and you know what? When he does come in, he has like one or two, and then that's it. You know, he gives me like one or two. I'm like, okay, I see where you're going, but it did not go in, so I can't trust you. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but but we've had problems just because. Um, you know, Ramos now has to take on the role. Um, but at the beginning, Ramos has given us a few kind of like, oh, should we sit Ramos and get and Nico Sosa in? Which Nico Sosa was, um, you know, in the role to, to start, but he got injured. So now we're relying on, on Sosa and, and Ramos. And Godinez, I don't think, entra en esos planes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I figured he wouldn't get much burn when he went to Leon because everyone's like, oh, it's going to turn into another uh, JJ Macias situation. And all four of us were like, "That's crazy!" If if they and we said it, if Leon turns Godinez into another JJ Macias, then they should just start developing all the Mexican strikers because that would be a miracle. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is true. All right, got it. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap this up with predictions. You already gave me yours. You said what? Leon three nil. Three three nil. I mean, I'm I'm, you I'm predicting cha- you with my heart, uh, with my <laughs> my ambitious heart. Um. See, most of the guys yesterday today were 2-1, 2-0. Marcelo Valois said 1-1-1-1. He's the one. He's the um, smartest so choice. going to be a close one. game. <laughs> <laughs> I think if I were to change, um, if I were to change my, my prediction, I'd probably go with a 1-0 Leo. Damn. Change it and you're still wrong. <laughs> but my heart is 3-0, so I'm like, I'm going to say 3-0. Why not? I mean, you guys, you guys need to step it up. I don't know how much time you're giving Thena because... I had a, d- a discussion with Tom. I'm like, you know what? Then that needs to go. Like, uh, it just doesn't make sense for the roster that you guys have, for what Belize did, for then I just, just to kind of throw it all down the drain so soon. I just, but, hey. I just think we have to write it out now. We have no choice. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, you have no choice. That's just, the problem. Just stick like, with him? No, well, I personally, I, I'm like, we need stability at least one season. 
and let it just ride out the season, see what happens. Because the goal is Ligia, right? I don't think yeah. everybody in the press is like, oh, Chivas is going to be the champion. And a lot of Chivas fans themselves were like, Chivas is going to be a champion. But they never took into account that, you know, the team has to gel. The coach has to know how to manage the roster. But um, I think Ligia is mm-hmm. not, not out of the question. We're, um, I think we're like no. two points out of it now. And we were more before, but Ligia is the goal. So I, I say write it out with Dena. And I think Sunday night, Chivas wins 2-0. I think JJ, JJ gets the goal. <laughs> JJ gets the goal and Vega gets no. the goal. No, no, no. Oh, no. No, no, no. Uh, but we also have to see what's going to happen with the... Uh, with our players, because Antuna just got fined by the team, and Chicote just got fined. So I don't know if they're going to play, if they'll be punished on What's the field, What's up with too. that? Well, Chicote was the partying that he did at the that concert, <laughs> the pictures leaked. And then Antuna, oh, I think it's because of uh, those pictures that leaked with the, the actress, where he's, like, cheating on the girl or something. Oh, my God. See, I've been missing out on, on this Chivas news. I need to... I need to go look at the Twitter when that when we get done so I can see what's going. on. I have no idea. I I just I got off work late and I got home. Oh yeah, just just look just look at our Twitter page things. and then like we didn't try to get into like the whole gossip stuff, but the replies it's all in the replies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely take a look at it. Um, but yeah, I think I think you guys still have an opportunity. Um, I think if you look of you know how Monterrey they they were. Able able to sneak in you know as long as you guys don't lose like six in a row like <laughs> yeah <laughs> or something like that um but yeah i think you know if if it's a type of scenario where okay you guys are managing la liga like kind of you know mediocrely but when you hit Liga, it's kind of a different scenario like it's been because we always say it's two different tournaments then you know i can take the possibility but i don't know i feel like even if if then i make Liga and you guys like i don't know get eliminated in quarterfinals then I was gone yeah probably but at least you know maybe that'll entice coaches they'll be like well look they finally gave a coach a chance so maybe there's stability there yeah now. that's why I, I, I want to keep Thena but see now you think who 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 after Thena do you guys have like a potential or are you guys like looking back into the recycling bin or well that's or... what we don't want we don't want the recycling bin and then we all <laughs> want San Paoli because we know the name was floating around. Mm-hmm. And, you know, his yeah. style would really kind of benefit this team because he kind of likes to play a lot of uh, attacking football. And we have, we're, you know, we have the pace mm-hmm. and the players to play his style. But, you know, it's just a matter of getting him, I guess. Sampaoli was out there. Osorio was, like, floating around. And Luis actually was okay with him. And I was like, I don't want Osorio anywhere near Chivas. And then, you know, the same recycled names. Ojitos Mesa was the option. And then, um, what's the other guy's name? It was Ojitos Mesa. And one of the other recycled guys. But I don't want... The, the the carousel of coaches has to end. Like, just get somebody new. Look what happened last time they did it. They got a made and, you know... Get somebody from the outside. One of the most winningest managers in Chivas history. So, we got to take a chance. So, let me let me ask you this. You ask I had a discussion with this, with this about some uh, with someone about about this, but let's say let's say say um Leon you know is campeón you know get the octava. Would you guys want Nacho Ambriz? I don't know. I don't know. I would have to like think about it 
But he's also like mm-hmm. one of those coaches that kind of floats around the guy Max. But he had, he does have success at some of the teams he's gone. He to. does, but I. But it's kind of like yeah, I think it's I like think, a quick fix though. I just, or it would be so? it wouldn't it wouldn't be a permanent like a permanent position. I feel like. Okay, so it wouldn't be a coach that you would think if the the opportunity given if he's out there, you guys would want him. You think it'd be just be like a temporary thing, not a long term thing. Probably, I mean, that's the thing with Chivas though. Like, they never give their coaches any long-term like chance, so it's hard to predict mm-hmm. what they'd be able to accomplish. Yeah, and yeah. that's and that's what then I think like I, I at this point I'm like screw it, just leave him a seat a whole season because we finished last season strong and we almost made Liguilla. We needed like a miracle on the last day, but it was there. We were like two points away, I think. And yeah. we ended we ended the season really strong. Like we were playing really well. So we've seen that then I can manage this team to play well and but it just hasn't clicked this season and that was expected. Like I kept saying week five or week six yeah. we'd know who Chivas was. And um, you know, week five we got blown out by Tigres and then week six we uh lost to Cruz Azul. So maybe they're not the Chivas we wanted, but you know, we it is it is what it is, so I think just ride it out and then off season, Belias and Amari have to sit down and just, you know, consider coaching options and hopefully don't go into the recycle bin again because that's it's tiring. I'm tired of it. Yeah. No, it's understandable. I just thought I threw it out there because I had a conversation uh, with someone about it. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if that's the that's what they're looking for. I mean, you know, you see a, a coach, you know, being successful and kind of, you know what they've done with the team and i think with the roster that you guys do have he could do he could do a lot but you know i guess we'll have to just see and wait what 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 happens right yep so i think we've covered everything right leon chivas sunday night we're gonna close out the week yes leon i know right (laughs) i trust me i'm i'm nervous nervous i'm this week i mean i got through last week but um it's a tough, it's a tough week for for Leon, and I'm, I'm positive as always. <laughs> um, but I do think it's um, it's it's going to be a challenge. And I mean, if they get you know four victories in two weeks, I mean, I, I will applaud that because that's two tournaments. Like you said, it's not easy traveling, the availability of players, and I'm you know in hopes that no one else gets injured because then that adds um, to our list of of injuries and people trying to come back. So. Tough week, but I think it's it's gonna be fun closing out um, the jornada with a Chivas Leon game for sure. Right. So, Gary, thank you for joining me on the CDN podcast. Um, I wish Leon luck on Thursday. I wish them bad luck on Sunday. <laughs> no, thank you for having me. Um, you guys can follow me at Gary Torres underscore seven. And, um, yeah, we'll be back next week with another episode of the Chivas del Norte podcast. 